Welcome to WPCast, the professional WordPress podcast for WordPress entrepreneurs. I'm David. And I'm Doug. This is episode 10, why we started a podcast, and you should too. Let's get started with the change log. What have you been up to, David? Um, we've just pushed live a new design for the Fat Cadabs blog. It's a pretty clean, lots of white space. It's a one-column design, and it is heavily inspired on some of the latest design trends, you know, the kind of stuff that you can find on sites like uh, Medium, etc. So I'm pretty happy with it. And that should also kick off us doing a little bit more content marketing because that's really a new initiative that I'm trying to push. Also, I've been reading a really good book. It's called 40 Rules for Internet Business Success by Matt Paulson. And what I like, uh, you can get it on Kindle. And what I like about the book is it doesn't really give you like step-by-step plan on like, you know, how to start a business and make it successful. It's not like step one, build ads and sites, et cetera. But what it really is, is uh, it talks about like 40 principles and rules that are just really good general business sense. So I'm about two thirds through the book so far and I'm really happy with it. It's a pretty short read as well. So um, I would highly recommend it. What about you, Doug? So uh, I recently went to WordCamp New York and that was a lot of fun. It was good to see a lot of people that, that I've met previously and then, of course, meet a bunch of new people. So I also saw that we've got a new WPCast design, which you've worked on, right? Yeah. So after getting the new logo, you know, and looking around at some other designs, I decided that I wanted to spruce things up a little bit and make a little bit of a nicer design. So the fundamentals are still there, but there's some new things like icons and, you know, making some of the headings a bit bolder. So you can go in and see that on WPCast.fm. If you haven't already. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with uh, the design. And um, if somebody uses your PodWP podcast hosting service, they can also use similar design templates, right? Yeah, this is part of the reason why I was spending a little bit more extra time on this this design was to help create a, a template that can be used for other people that want something uh, with a similar structure. Cool. We've also got a new voicemail. Let's play the voicemail. Hey, guys. Patrick Rolland here. I just heard episode eight, and I wanted to respond to Travis's question about WooCommerce reports. So WooCommerce already comes with a whole bunch of reports, you know, sales by category, top sellers, top earners, daily sales, all that fun stuff. If you want to take your reporting to the next level, if you want to really dig deep, I've got three suggestions for you. The first one is probably the one that everyone should use, WooCommerce Google Analytics Integration. You can find it for free on WordPress.org. It basically just adds e-commerce tracking data to your analytics. So you can see how long people are on your site before they buy, which pages have the best conversion rates, stuff like that. It is the best solution out there because it's set it and forget it. You just set it up. And if you look at your data a year down the road, you now have a year of data. Awesome. And it's free. The second one, Smart Reporter for WooCommerce and WP eCommerce. They do a lot of the same stuff as WooCommerce, but they have a couple extra fields like forecasted sales and the usage of your different payment gateways. So that's pretty cool. The last one is Kissmetrics, and that's all about users. And I highly recommend that if you have like a subscription service, because then you can see your churn rate and what your users are doing on your site. So that's what I got for advanced metrics reporting. Uh, Thanks for the voicemail, Patrick. Patrick 
works for WooCommerce and he also writes a lot of really good stuff about all things related to WooCommerce. He's also working on a knowledge product on you know how to best leverage WooCommerce. So if you're using WooCommerce, definitely check out his site, speakinginbytes.com. And all of the resources that Patrick just mentioned in this voicemail are also linked up in a blog post on his site, which we are linking to in our show notes. It's called Advanced WooCommerce Reports. Let's get started with the core. So this episode is about why we've started this podcast and why we think other people should start podcasts too. So the first reason is podcasts are in a lot of ways a lot more powerful than blogs are. And I think part of the reason is it is probably more work or it's at least it is more difficult to start a podcast than a blog. So I think just by starting a podcast, you immediately get a bit more attention than you would be starting a blog about the same topic. One example, uh, for example, is um, WP Tavern wrote about us a couple of weeks ago and we didn't really reach out to them. It just kind of happened. I don't think that if you would have started yet another blog about WordPress, I don't think they would have you know, written about us out of the gate. So another reason is uh, we think there's a, a bit of a more intimate relationship with the listener than with a reader. When you're actually speaking and, you know, getting to hear somebody's voice, it's just a bit more personal than just reading text on a page. Yeah, it's a lot more intimate, especially with some of the podcasts that I've been listening to for, you know, a couple of months or even a couple of years. It's such an intimate relationship. You kind of build with the person that records the podcast, even they don't know you. But uh, I think it's very different from, you know, reading just another blog post. You also know that it's the same person or, or people that are doing the podcast as opposed to yeah. with a blog post, you don't know if it's the person writing it or if they've bought the article or hired a writer or something like that. Yeah, that could be a, a ghostwriter. Another reason is that once you've set up the podcast, once you've done the initial setup, which is a lot of work, which we'll talk about in a second, it is actually less work to record a podcast episode than to write a really nice and long blog post. So we're probably spending probably like two hours a week, so like two hours per episode or so on WPcast each, which is uh, both on, on Skype. I don't think you can write a really nice blog post in two hours. Yeah, you know, it really varies. Obviously, the like the work we've done setting it up and then, you know, answering comments and, and emails and then occasionally doing some research, that doesn't always figure into the two hours or so each week. So what were your personal reasons, Doug, for deciding to start a podcast about WordPress? So for me, I, I think it's important to kind of give back to the community. I think, you know, with something like WordPress where it's open source and, you know, everybody gets to use the software for free, you know, I've got my entire business based off this and a lot of other mm -hmm. people do too. So I think having gotten a lot of experience building sites for clients and, you know, messing around with stuff on my own. There's really not a reason not to share this with everybody else. For sure. Yeah. And we've been talking about this quite a bit about, you know, you want, kind of want to find this balance uh, when you're active in this open source community like we are and we're building our businesses on top of this open source community. I think it's important to give back. One big reason for me personally was that I, I just wanted to get involved with the, you know, WordPress community. As a whole, I felt like I've got some, you know, good connections and friends in like the marketing and the internet marketing space, but I don't know a lot of people in the WordPress space. And I really feel like after having started this podcast, I've, I've already met some pretty interesting people. So definitely very happy about how that is going. 
So it's really a bit about, you know, networking and relationships for me. Our mutual friend, Dan Andrews from the Tropical MBA podcast, he's just been saying for the last three or four years that everybody, in his opinion, should be podcasting. Not everybody necessarily, but, you know, everybody running an online business. I think we've heard so much talk about starting a podcast that at some point we are just like, let's just do this ourselves. I think that was a motivation as well. Yeah, I think, you know, it took a while between actually hearing this and then actually doing it. But Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was planning on starting a I was pla I was planning on starting a podcast two years ago and I even bought a headset but then I just I just didn't do it so I'm glad I finally did yeah so are there any business reasons for you Doug as well in doing this podcast so for my particular business actually building websites for podcasters I think you know doing this podcast helps give me a lot of experience for helping my customers. Mm -hmm. I've already had a few podcast customers for a while, but without actually having done podcasts, there's a lot that I knew that I didn't know. And then actually sitting down and when you kind of have skin in the game and you need to rank your podcast and get listeners and engage with your audience, these kinds of things are just that much more important when you've actually got a podcast or at least you, mm -hmm. you think about it and you care about it that much more. Whereas if I was just doing it for customers, um, you know, maybe I wouldn't know to go kind of that extra mile or have as much motivation to do that. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And of course, there's also some business reason for me as well um, why I'm doing this podcast. So we're not really pitching our products here, but I am thinking or I'm hoping that, you know, certain people that might be interested in either using like some of my free plugins or some of my paid plugins over at FatCat apps might be listening to this podcast and, you know, might find out about it this way. But uh, it's really more about, you know, building relationships and serving the community. Yeah. If you try to sell too much or sell right off the bat, then you can easily just not start getting an audience that quickly. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to be too spammy. And there, there are some monetization strategies that we might be using at some point. We might be using some kind of affiliate links, which I think we've used one affiliate link so far, which probably hasn't brought any um, sales yet. Yeah. Or might, we might be taking sponsors at some point, but, but we don't really have any firm plans and it's not really a priority right yeah, now. Yeah, these, these kinds of things are, I would say, the typical monetization routes of other podcasts that we've seen. Yep. You know, membership sites as well. You know, the, the actual cost of the podcast isn't huge on our ends, but it is a cost commitment and as well as a time commitment. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's not like we need to make money off the podcast in order to do it. But, you know, yeah. it's it's something that we're going to explore as an option later. But I, I don't think we're going to charge for the podcast. I don't think many people ever do that successfully. I don't think that works. Anyways, let's talk a bit about our format and how we are different from existing WordPress related podcasts. So I think one of the big things for both of us is that we don't want to be just another interview podcast. We just feel like there's so many of them out there in all kinds of niches, in the WordPress niche, in the you know entrepreneur, internet business niche, in literally any niche you can think of, there's tons of uh, interview podcasts. And the reason is they are fairly simple to do. All you need is yourself as the podcast host, and then you can just get people to interview every week. The thing is that I've noticed personally that I'm not a big fan of those. I, I do listen to some and some of them are really good, but I think it's been done to death and I don't think there's much room for new interview podcasts, at least in our space. Yeah, I feel the same way. You know, there's a, a bunch of podcasts I subscribe to and I kind of cherry pick the interviews that I think are interesting, but 
in general, the, the podcasts that are interview based, I never listen to every episode. Yeah, same here. So in terms of the topics, we do have a big spreadsheet list of topics. A lot of them are fairly tactical, but one of the big things is that we definitely want to talk about stuff that people are interested in. And, you know, we are actively taking topic suggestions and requests. Uh, so if you're a listener, if you have any WordPress specific question, you know, feel free to reach out to us and uh, we might be able to record an episode about it. Yeah, we have a lot of ideas for podcast episodes already and not necessarily in order in which we want to do them. So there's a good chance that whatever your idea or suggestion is that we may already have it on the list and we'll just bump it up. Yeah. So another thing that we want to focus on with this podcast is to give specific actionable tactics. There's some other podcasts where they give you a lot of motivation and some kind of broad business strategies, but in order to be a little more actionable and also to be a bit different from the other podcasts and not repeat the same kinds of things, we talk a lot about specifics, like specific plugins and kind of getting down into the fine details. Yeah, I think there's a lot of value in both kind of approaches. I think especially with, you know, us being a little bit more tactical than, you know, philosophically or strategically, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of people only listening, picking and choosing the episodes to listen to, but that's perfectly fine with us, you know, only listen to the stuff that is valuable to you. Also, as you heard in this and also in the last episodes in the beginning in the change, like we are talking a little bit about our businesses. So we don't really want to be promotional or we don't want it to be a sales pitch, but we just want to have like a little bit of a narrative going on to so that you, the listener, as you listen every week or so to our podcast, kind of just get a rough idea of what's happening in our WordPress-related businesses, giving a little bit of a glimpse of that. We also want to talk about some of the podcasts that we listen to. The two that I listen to every episode are... Tropical MBA and Startups for the Rest of Us. It's the same for me, by the way. Tropical MBA and Startups for the Rest of Us are the only business podcasts where I listen to every single episode. So some of the other ones that I like, I like some of James Ramker's stuff. In particular, there's a podcast called Think, Act, Get. I think that's a really good one. This Week in Startups by Jason Calicanus might be one of the i think it's the only one of the few interview podcasts here on our list and it's just amazing there's some really really good episodes it might be the best business podcast that i've listened to this year if you need some episodes to check out i recommend you check out the one with the founder of digital ocean a couple of months ago there's also really good this week in startups episode with mark cuban i would also highly recommend you check that one out i haven't listened to any episode yet but i actually have a whole bunch of them downloaded and they're on my list. There's so much interesting stuff on there. Um, a lot of it is not really very actionable, you know, to my business. But I just listened to one episode yesterday about like those crazy motorcycles that they have some kind of built-in device that basically makes it impossible to fall over. So even if you're hit by a car on the motorbike, you don't fall over. And they've got like a they got a they got a casing as well. So it's kind of like a motorcycle meets a car. There's like all kinds of and there's like episodes about drones and it's just really really interesting stuff on there. So one other business related podcast that I want to mention before we go into the next category is the web agency podcast. And this one is by Matt Newton and Ben Newton. And they talk a lot about, uh, as you can guess, web agencies and some business strategies for people running agencies or, or for freelancers. And they have some, some good guests on there, myself included. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of what Matt is doing over there as well. So let's move on to the WordPress uh, specific podcasts that we listen to. I'm a big fan of Apply Filters, which is a WordPress development 
podcast by Brad Tonard and Pippian Williamson. Are you listening to Apply Filters, Doug? Yeah, I, I haven't listened to, to all the episodes, but I've listened to a couple of them so far. It's a lot more technical, I think, than, yes. than what we do. There was an episode entirely on the JSON REST API. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I listened to the entire episode in that, in that case either. <laughs> um, but it is very interesting, I think, especially if you're you know running a WordPress development business where you're actually writing a lot of code and not just doing design and CSS. So another one, which is probably the most famous WordPress podcast out there, is uh, Matt Report. And he interviews a, a different WordPress entrepreneur each week. And I, I think he does the episodes live on Friday afternoons, Oh, really? if I'm not mistaken. You can actually watch it being streamed live. And I think he takes questions live on the air which is pretty neat. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've listened to a whole bunch of his episodes. I never saw a live stream. A lot of the guests, though, seem to be WordPress consultants. So I think especially if you are a WordPress consultant, you know, building websites for clients, I think there's going to be a lot of good stuff on there. There's also some plugin and theme business folks on there as well, which are the episodes that are more interesting to me. But I would definitely highly recommend Matt Report. So there's a lot of other WordPress podcasts out there, and I haven't actually listened to any, so I don't want to... Yeah. Uh, so I can't make any... Any recommendations off the top of my head? Same here. Those are the only two that I listen to, but I'm definitely open to suggestions. So leave a comment if you have any kind of suggestions. So do you listen to any non-business podcasts as well, Doug? No, these are pretty much the only ones that I've got okay. on my list. Okay. So I really love to consume audio content, both podcasts and also audiobooks. And there's a couple of non-business podcasts that I really like. One of them, which I think is really amazing, is called Hardcore history and the guy Dan Carlin who does it publishes an episode like every three or four months but every episode is basically like a mini audiobook like oftentimes the episodes are like two three four hours long and they're like very 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 interesting takes of historic events right he's doing a couple episodes about the first world war so even if you don't love history you should definitely check it out because what's so cool about it is he makes it so interesting and he tries to explain it in a way where you kind of end up putting yourself in the shoes of the soldiers, you know, fighting in the trenches at the First World War. I would highly recommend that one. There's also some economy podcasts that I enjoy. My two favorites are Planet Money and Free Economics Radio. Both of them are really good. So if you're at all interested in where the economy is going and not boring, but interesting takes on, on the economy, I would definitely check those out. So with our own podcast, we've already mentioned a little bit of this, but Doug, how much effort, both financially and in terms of our time, is it to get this podcast here done? We pay around $50 per episode for the editing. And then there's there's other costs. For example, the FM domain, I believe, is around $100 a year. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, and website hosting and media hosting. Right now, I'm just kind of absorbing it into my own business infrastructure, and it's pretty cheap. But if you were just starting off a podcast and you don't have a system already, then you know, that can kind of add up. Yeah, absolutely. It can be a lot of work to initially get going. You know, you have to build a website and... You know, you need to set up an iTunes, you need to buy a microphone, you need to figure out um, how to record, which we're using Audacity. You know, you need to figure out how the editing works. I don't recommend to do the editing yourself. You know, maybe do it like the first two or three episodes so you get an idea of it. But it's definitely one of the things that I would recommend outsourcing. That's also where the cost of around $50 per episode comes. So I think the setup is a lot of work. But once you've set up your processes and you've got a team in place, then it just gets a lot easier. And then, you know, you get away with about two hours per week or so each. Yeah, this is each. So if you were doing a podcast solo, if you were interviewing people, then you'd have to go and schedule the interviews and it'd probably take you a bit more time. Yeah. 
but all things being equal, I think it's not that bad. Like I'm happy to spend two hours out of my week on, on this podcast. Yeah. Like we mentioned before, it's, it's generally less time than creating a, a high quality blog post. Yeah. I think one thing that's also pretty neat about us being co-hosts is that we're holding each other accountable to i think both doug and i had issues you know like blogging where we wanted to you know stick to some kind of editorial calendar i know at least i have you know i want to like publish a blog post every week and then like three weeks later you 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 fall off so here it's a lot more difficult yeah. because the other person is you know holding accountable so i think that's an added benefit for us as well yeah you know also having an editor uh you know we we have to get it done in advance which I think helps me because I still tend to procrastinate a lot. Mm. And if I have a deadline, then I basically, I, I tend to do it right before that deadline. Yeah. So it's, it's good to have some milestones in advance so we can get things done without waiting till the last minute. And then of course, our plans for the future. This is episode 10, which is why we, we decided to, to talk about the podcasts in general. So I think at this point, there, there's really no question about continuing. When we started we figured there would be a bit of time to gain some traction. So we didn't have any specific numbers or anything in mind, but so far I think we've been more than pleased with the response and the traffic and downloads we've been getting so far. So I think I can speak for both of us when I say that we're definitely going to keep going with this for, for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. So we just gave you a bit of an overview about um, why we think, you know, podcasting is still a great opportunity and like some of our inspirations and how we are making our podcast a bit different as well as giving you an understanding of how much money and time there's really involved. So I still think there's a lot of opportunity to podcast in a lot of niches. Yeah, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, I would, I would recommend you to give it a try. It's been pretty good to us so far. So let's move on to the tips and tricks. Uh, what do you have for us this week, Doug? I've been using this new app called assistant.to and what it does is it simplifies scheduling for you. Typically when I have to schedule a, a meeting or a call with a client, I'll ask what days and times work for you and then they'll say, okay, these days, you know, are better than others. And then it's kind of like it goes back and forth a few times with, oh well, what's better for you? What's better for you? Oh yeah. I've been there. And you know, 10 emails later, then you finally have an actual date and time. So what assistant.to does is it embeds in your email a bunch of possible times for somebody to, to choose from, like within a range of three different days. And then they can click on a link in the email and it'll add it to your calendar and theirs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at the, the landing page right now. It looks great. I'm actually using a tool called Schedule Once and it's a little bit similar where, but, but what you have to do there is you have to send the link via email to somebody and then they have to click on the link and then they have to use their interface. So I kind of like how you can embed the possible times in the email. It's just probably a much better yeah. user experience. Yeah, it comes in like right, like uh, if you're using Gmail or Google Apps, it's, you know, right above the uh, send button. There's a little thing that pops out and then you can just click to, to embed it in there. So oh, sweet. I like it so far. I haven't come across any bugs, but. Of course, I've just started using it. Cool. So I just installed a calendar app on my Mac called Fantastic Cal. And it's basically a really useful calendar that lives right in your menu bar. And you can activate it using a really easy keyboard shortcut. And it just kind of gives you like an overview of 
what kind of meetings you have coming up. And I just find it much easier and faster to check my calendar that way instead of, you know, going to Google Calendar, you know, opening a new tab, you know, typing in the domain, hitting enter, waiting for it to load. So I would recommend it. The one issue that I found is in order for it to work, you actually have to, so it syncs with your Mac calendar instead of your Google calendars. You basically have to go through the extra step of syncing your Mac calendar with your Google calendar first, which I found like a little bit of an inconvenience because I don't really need the Mac calendar. But it's a great app. It's I think it's like ten dollars or maybe even less. So I would highly recommend it. Pretty cool. So that's it for this episode. You can leave a comment or voicemail and find the show notes with links at wpcast.fm slash podcast. If you like this episode, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.